Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So, Kells Country Station, 95.1 KFROG. I'm Pepper. This is Spirit of the IE. Angela Hare and her husband began Angels Over Cliffs in 2019 after overcoming homelessness and addiction. They've now turned that experience into an incredible ministry to help other people experiencing homelessness. Thank you for joining me. Hi, Pepper. Thank you so much for having us. We're super excited to be here. Well, Angela, start by telling us your story of how Angels Over Cliffs came into existence. Awesome. Thank you so much for asking, Pepper. Angels Over Cliffs started in 2019 after my husband and I, like you said, we overcame a bout of homelessness and addiction ourselves. We were once homeowners. We had a four-bedroom home in Riverside. We lost that four-bedroom home at the end of 2016. We found ourselves homeless. We then moved into a little local motel in Corona, Motel 6. That was our home for the next two years while we struggled with homelessness. After we lost that home, we did. We spiraled into addiction. We were very sad and depressed, and there was just this huge fear from losing our four-bedroom home. Our life got literally turned upside down. So we did. We turned to drug addiction, and that helped to mask you know, the pain and the fear that we were facing. But in all actuality, it just spiraled us deeper into the darkness, you know, of homelessness and addiction. We lived at that Motel 6 for two long years. We were only high and addicted for about the first year. We got sober in January of 2018. We had a cry out to God moment one night, you know, really high on drugs, uh, just being so disgusted in ourselves, not recognizing ourselves, not knowing who we were and just feeling lost. So we cried out to God. And, and I think at that point, I remember saying, you know, thank you for this addiction. I even said, thank you for this homelessness. We've always had a persevering attitude where we can take you know, the bad things and, you know, turn them around into something positive. So I remember crying out to God and saying, thank you for this homelessness and thank you for this addiction. You know, like making a deal. If you hear me, if you're real, if you save me, you know, we will be yours and we will live for you forever. And of course, it didn't happen immediately. It did not happen overnight. But when we did decide to get sober, it was relatively easy for us. God took that addiction. We got sober in the midst of homelessness, right there in the middle of Motel 6, surrounded by a bunch of other addicts and stuff. We got sober right there in the midst of all of that ugliness. And once we got sober, our priorities then, of course, changed. 
you know, then we were seeking proper help. I remember somebody at the Motel 6 gave us a flyer of resources, and the Crossroads Christian Church Food Pantry was on there as a resource for food, and we started attending their local food pantry. We were going to their food pantry, I want to say once or twice a week, for about nine to ten months, you know, uh, to get food. They would pray for us. They started loving on us and helped to lift that shame and the embarrassment, you know, that we were feeling from our life setbacks. There's so much shame and embarrassment, you know, that comes with that sort of thing. And they helped to lift that, you know, they were just loving on us. And we had been together 19 years at that point in time, but we had never been to church together. So we decided to finally attend church together. We, we went you know, we started attending that food pantry in like February or March of 2018, but Pepper, it took us half the year to even get into church. We finally decided to go to church December 1st, 2018. That was the day our life changed. I remember the pastor talking about the favor of God, and that was something we'd never heard of, we'd never experienced. But I remember seeing the congregation and the peace that they felt and the way that they you know, we're just worshiping. And I just remember I wanted that. I wanted that peace. I wanted that freedom. And we surrendered. We gave our hearts to God that day, December 1st, 2018. That was the day our life changed. God took our depression, our worries, our fears, our anxieties, and the peace, you know, that the Bible talks about, that peace that surpasses understanding. It was so incredibly real. At one point in time, I remember looking at my husband and saying, you know, we're broke. We don't have any money. I don't know how we're going to eat tomorrow or how we're going to pay for this motel room, but we just had this peace and we just knew that everything was going to be okay. It was pretty surreal. So we surrendered on December 1st, 2018. And then Pepper, we were baptized on Christmas Eve. And then the day after Christmas was when God answered our prayers. We had been praying for God to send us a homeowner who would have compassion, who would understand our situation and who would like split deposits and rent because we didn't have all the money up front. And that's exactly what God did the day after Christmas. We were sitting in the office drinking our coffee with our manager friends. You know, we lived there for two years. They, they'd become our best friends. So we're sitting there having coffee one morning when this man called, and we could tell that they're having a conversation about us. This man had just housed another family that came from that same motel, and they had told him about us. So he called the motel to do a reference check on us. He wanted to know what kind of people we were, were we paying our, you know, motel rent, that kind of thing. That was the day God answered our prayers. We were approved for housing the day after Christmas. It was just wow. such a miraculous thing, you know, and um, we were homeless for two years. We gave our heart to God December 1st, baptized Christmas Eve. The day after Christmas, he approved us for housing. We moved into permanent housing on January 16th. That man, he split our rent. He split our deposit and he waived all of our pet fees. So because of that, we were able to transition out of homelessness and into permanent housing. As soon as we got housed, that's when we started Angels Over Cliff. Even throughout the addiction and homelessness, we knew that we wanted to do something like this. We started planning and just thinking all these different things, you know, on what we wanted to do. We saw so many needs that needed to be filled, so many gaps, so many people that were falling through the cracks. So we immediately began this ministry and we started with the Facebook page, our Angels Over Cliffs group page on Facebook. We use that to bring awareness here in our community. 
We use that to put names to the faces of our homeless community, to bring awareness, to bring knowledge, to bring the needs. And it all started right there. The community started donating and providing all of the things that the people that we were serving needed. It was never about us. It was, it's always about the people that we serve. So it started like that with this little Facebook page. And here we are four years later, fixing to be transitioning into a nonprofit and doing big things for God here in this community. And what does Angels Over Cliffs do? Gosh, we go and meet people where they're at. You know, homelessness uh, is so much more than you see on the streets. There are so many families stuck living in local motels. We are an organization dedicated to providing support, providing assistance, to families and individuals who are experiencing homelessness, we aim to create a community that offers hope, healing, housing, and transformational life change through providing education, awareness, outreach, and advocacy. Our mission is to love people back to life by providing resources, relief, and renewal to those unhoused by showing them the way home into permanent housing and self-sufficiency. And it's so much more than that. We seek to empower our unhoused community in order to create the changes needed to break the cycles of poverty and homelessness. As I mentioned, homelessness is so much more than what you see on the streets. We are more focused on families who are hidden homeless. There are so many families stuck living in local motels. You're not considered homeless when you're living in a motel. So you don't qualify for any of the homeless resources, any of the homeless assistance packages. You don't qualify for that because you're not considered homeless. A lot of these families who are living in motels, only one parent is working because it's terrifying to leave your children in a motel while both parents go to work. So it's this cycle that we get stuck in. You know, you go into a motel thinking you're going to be there short term, but in all actuality, you get because motel costs are near $3,000 a month. And this isn't like your Hilton's or your Best Western's. These are little rinky-dink mom-and-pop motels up and down Magnolia or 6th Street kind of thing. Very expensive. So homelessness is so much more than what you see on the streets. Did you guys know, I just kind of wanted to tell you some stats. In 2022, roughly 583,000 people were homeless in California. California has the highest rate of homelessness in the U.S. And what is so incredibly heartbreaking to me, an estimated 272,000 public school students experienced homelessness over the course of the 2018-2019 school year. That's public school data reported to the U.S. Department of Education. Pepper, that's 272,000 kids who were experiencing homelessness. And since COVID hit, we know those numbers are even more now. Out of the 272,000 kids who were homeless, 14,000 of those kids were in motels. 11,000 of those kids were unsheltered, no shelter, period. 19,000 were living in shelters, you know, like passive life shelter, things like that. And out of the 272,000, 226,000 kids were doubled up. What that means is you've got like your couch surfers. You've got families who are sleeping on floors in other homes of other families, you know, that kind of thing, sleeping in garages. So that's what doubled up means. Homelessness is so much more than what we see on the streets. There are so many children so many families, and it's incredibly heartbreaking. But since 
we have began in 2019. Angels Over Cliff has helped to exit nearly 200 people out of homelessness and into housing of some sort, whether that be temporary housing, transitional housing, or permanent housing, obviously, is the ultimate goal. The 200 people we have helped to exit out of homelessness since we began in 2019. And I kind of just wanted to go over some of the ways that Angels Over Cliffs serves our unhoused community. We've got like this 28-page resource packet that we came up with. So we do a pretty lengthy phone assessment for anyone who's coming to us for help. And we will ask certain questions to help determine what resources we have that they may qualify for. So we're all about connecting people to proper resources. We are also all about advocating for our unhoused friends. When you're homeless and you're out there living it, you become hopeless. And with that comes helplessness. So we will absolutely help you make these phone calls. We will absolutely help you fill out these applications. You know, we will do what we can and advocate and fight for you. We know what it feels like to be hopeless. So absolutely, you know, we're here to bring hope and provide whatever we can. We also provide things like food, clothing, hygiene products, you know, those basic needs. By providing those things, we're able to have our clients, you know, be able to save their money to pay those high motel costs kind of things. So we provide basic needs such as food, clothing, hygiene products. We're all about transformational change. We are not a handout. We are a hand up. So we teach life skills classes. You know, if you want to enter our program, you're going to have to take some budgeting classes, some finance classes, you know, some parenting classes, basic classes like hygiene and how to clean and how to go back to living, you know, things like that. So we want to break those cycles and we do that by teaching life skills classes. We also, a huge part of what we do, Pepper, is we bring a lot of community awareness and education on homelessness. Homelessness, uh, it has such a huge negative stigma, but homelessness can happen to anyone. Most people are one to two paychecks away from homelessness. So we love to be able to bring awareness and education to our community about homelessness. That's just a huge part of what we do as well. Another huge part of what we do, Pepper, we, this ministry, this organization that we're running, it's not anything that we're doing. It's everything that the community is doing. We are just a voice bridging together the local businesses, the local organizations, the local residents, the local nonprofits, the local faith-based organizations and more. We are the voice and we bridge together. We partner with a lot of these local places in order to help our unhoused community. Homelessness is so much more than what I can do or what you can do, but as a community, together we can do it. And part of what we do, we love to throw parties and stuff for our homeless community. So we host a Thanksgiving feast. Every year in November, we feed approximately 120 to 150 of our local unhoused friends. The community provides everything. It's like this potluck-style dinner. The community residents and businesses, they bring the dishes to eat. They provide the raffle baskets. We play bingo. These are our friends, you know, that come, our guests, they receive all these wonderful gifts and raffle baskets. And we just love on them and have such a wonderful time, you know, to get them out of the motel or off the streets or out of their car and into a place where they can just forget about it for a minute. You know, that's really important. We also host a yearly Christmas celebration, again, where we're feeding 120 to 150 of our local unhoused friends. 
same kind of thing. The community provides the food. We had Santa, you know, with us last year. We actually had, I think, over 120 kids sponsored for Christmas last year. It was just an incredible, incredible time, you know, that we had, you know, loving on these people. So we do these Thanksgiving feasts and these Christmas celebrations. We are also all about the kids. There are so many children struggling and living in local motels. We partner with our school district, with the local parent center. We love to provide these kids love. We want to change the trajectory of their lives. Some of the different things that we do for the kids, they get brand new winter coats for when it turns cold outside. When it's back to school time, they get brand new clothes, brand new shoes. They get backpacks full of brand new school supplies so they can start the school year in confidence. Again, we want to change the trajectory of their lives. We provide Easter baskets, Halloween baskets, Christmas gifts, pop-up birthday surprises, so much more. We partner with a lot of different organizations. So, for instance, like last year, the football club of Riverside County, they sponsored 20 of our kids. We had 20 kids playing soccer for free, you know, no cost. We have local hair salons who host a day of free haircuts, you know, that kind of thing. We're all about bridging together the local businesses and community to help love on these kids. I think that transformational change happens when you come in together as a community, you know, to do this. We also love our street level friends, but we love on them a little bit differently. You know, we absolutely provide resources for them. There's blessing bags filled with hygiene products. We do warm blankets, clothes, socks, coats for the wintertime, all kinds of stuff. We've got connections to several different types of transitional housing. So we're able to help exit, you know, our street level friends immediately into transitional housing if they choose to. We also partner with CityNet, who is a local nonprofit here in Corona, who's doing amazing things to help our street level homeless friends as well. But I think that our main thing is to just bring hope to the hopeless, to let them know that they're not alone. All of these things that we do, these tools that we use to go love on these people, we need to love them back to life. I was once dead and broken, and because I was loved back to life, I want to go out there and do the same thing for others. I'm speaking with Angela Hare, who leads Angels Over Cliffs Ministry, along with her husband. What are your future dreams and goals for Angels Over Cliffs? Oh, my goodness. Um, We have some big future dreams and goals. We want to become an official 501c3 nonprofit. We are in the process of doing all of that. We've got a wonderful board of directors and an amazing advisory working group. And uh, we have filed our first half of the paperwork. We're halfway there. We are now recognized by the state of California as a nonprofit. We've got that EIN number, but we are waiting on that one last final recognition letter from the IRS. So that is our big main goal is to become an official 501c3 nonprofit so that we can do bigger and better things with this community to help our unhoused friends. Some of our other goals for the future, we want to be all-encompassing. We want to be our own program rather than navigating people out to resources. We eventually want to have our own motel for emergency housing. We eventually want to have transitional housing for families, for singles, for people with pets. We eventually want to have our own affordable permanent housing, whether that be, you know, little apartment complexes or whatever that may look like. We eventually want to duplicate 
what we are doing here in Corona. We want to duplicate this from city to city, and it would be amazing if we can eventually be nationwide, like Salvation Army or the Habitat for Humanity. So those are some major big goals that we have as well. And you know, Pepper, I totally forgot to mention to you, I wanted to mention that we partner with the city of Corona to help address homelessness. Our city council here in Corona allocated millions and millions of dollars to fund outreach, shelter, and housing. But the cities cannot address homelessness alone. That is why we have private partnerships like Angels Over Cliff, who have played a key role in partnering with our city of Corona. We raise private sector funds to address needs and gaps as the city's funds only go so far and the demand always outpaces the need. So I just think that's pretty cool and and, and pretty huge. You know, we have a wonderful partnership with the city of Corona and Corona is a shining example from the local residents, nonprofits, faith-based organizations and businesses, because we're all teaming together to be part of the change. Speaking of community, how can we support Angels Over Cliffs? Angels Over Cliffs, we are always looking for volunteers. We're always looking for donations, whether the donations be monetary funds or, gosh, we take all kinds of donations. We've got a little storage unit where we keep small kitchen appliances for families who are stuck living in motels. We keep school supplies for kids. We keep toys. We keep pet supplies. So there's lots of ways to volunteer and donate. And to find those, you can visit us online at angelsovercliffs.org. We also have this amazing group Facebook page on Facebook called Angels Over Cliff. Most of our needs are posted there. That's where the community comes in and says, okay, I want to help this family. I can provide this. I can do this. So join us on our Facebook page. Join us on Instagram. Check out our website, angelsovercliffs.org. If anyone has any questions, please send me an email, angelsovercliffs the number one at gmail.com would absolutely love to work with you guys and to, to bring in more people to support us because when you're supporting us, you're supporting life change in our community. I've been speaking with Angela Hare, who runs the ministry Angels Over Cliffs, along with her husband. This ministry was inspired after they themselves overcame homelessness and addiction. Is there anything else you want us to know? I do, since, you know, if I'm on air, I would love to just give a shout out and a thank you to everyone who has ever volunteered, who has ever donated your time, your funds, you know, in-kind donations. Thank you to everyone who has ever prayed for us. Thank you for supporting Angels Over Cliff. Thank you for supporting our mission to love people back to life. It's not anything that we do. It's everything that you do as a community out there. So thank you, everyone, for supporting us. You're supporting life change when you support Angels Over Cliff. Tell us again how we can reach out to you. So I've got an email address, angelsovercliffs, the number one, at gmail.com. There are ways to contact me if you visit our website, angelsovercliffs.org. You can also reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. I am currently trying to separate my personal phone from my business phone, or I absolutely would put my phone number out there, but we're trying to separate that right now. It's just my personal phone. I've been doing everything from, so I encourage you to reach out to us on our website, Facebook, Instagram, or email. Thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you for sharing your incredible story. And Thank you for making a difference in our community. 
thank you, Pepper, for allowing us this opportunity to be on here and to speak about everything that the community is doing here in Corona to help our unhoused community. I feel like if we can just model what Corona is doing from city to city, this epidemic that is homelessness would just be that much less. You know, it takes a community again, and we're all about bringing community awareness. So thank you for this opportunity to be on here. 95.1 is my favorite radio station. Go K-Frog. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. <laughs> We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.